What's up, Overcomers? Such an amazing day. I'm so thankful that you're here. I'm so thankful that you're listening. And since you are here and since you are listening, if you could please do me a huge favor and give me a rating, especially on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play, write me a review. It helps out more than you can possibly imagine, and I truly, truly would appreciate it. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Spectrum CBD. Pure Spectrum CBD simply is the gold standard by which CBD companies should be measured. The owner was raised, born and raised in Kansas City. Now they operate out of Colorado, and they monitor the process from soil to oil. And they have some of the best CBD products on the market, period, end of story. They have amazing topicals. They have things that help out with mental health, depression, anxiety, help you uh, get rested and get good sleep at night. They simply are the gold standard by which other CBD companies should be measured. Visit PureSpectrumCBD.com and use promo code OCY at checkout and save 10% on your whole entire order. That's PureSpectrumCBD.com, promo code OCY. Get yourself some. My guest today is Riley Jade, founder and owner of RileyJade.fit and the Fit For You program, and actually connected with her on social media, and I wanted to have her on originally because she completed something that's been going around, and it's called the 75 Hard Challenge. And what it is, is for 75 days straight, you do the following. You follow a diet with zero cheat meals for the entire 75 days. You do two workouts a day, minimum 45 minutes each, and one of them has to be outside. You have to drink a gallon of water a day. You have to read 10 pages of a non-fictional entrepreneur or motivational self-help book, and you have to take a progress picture each day. And I wanted to have her on because this I've heard this challenge go around and around and around, but then once you get to know her, she has an energy that is infectious. And the whole thing with the 75 hard is, yeah, those those things may be difficult to do, but it's all about cultivating this iron mind and iron will because how many of us have said, hey, come Monday, we're starting that diet or going to the gym and we don't. How many of us have said, hey, I'm starting that business, you start to do some research and then you get into a roadblock and you don't. It's because we haven't cultivated an iron mind. We haven't cultivated that iron will in doing things like this and proving it to yourself hardens that mind and creates calluses on that mind. So when she goes to do something next, she is for sure going to do it. I'm so lucky to have her on the podcast. I'm so lucky to get her on the podcast early in her career because she has the energy and the passion and the knowledge and now the iron mind and that strong mental faculty about her that if she keeps going, she's going to transform this society, this country, and possibly the world. I enjoyed talking to her. She's such a bundle of energy. Like I said, her energy is just infectious, and I know you're going to love her too. So please welcome my guest today, Riley Jade. What's going on? Hey, buddy. How are you? Hey, buddy. What is up? I love the fact that you start all of your posts, podcasts, TikToks by Hey, Buddy. I don't know why. It's just a little me thing. It's just something for me. I don't know if it resonates with the listeners or not, but I just love the fact that you sit, start with Hey, Buddy. So I just think it's, it's so cool. It's funny because it came out of fear when I was first starting to record videos and talk about my experiences, um, give some informational tidbits. I was so scared to talk to myself in the camera. And I Googled really fast one day. I said, how to look and feel more confident on camera. One of the first pieces of advice was 
talk to the camera like you're talking to one of your friends. So one day, you know, I'm doing one of my daily walks and recording myself speaking and automatically just came out, hey, buddy. And it came out again and people started to respond to it. So I want people to feel like I'm talking directly to them as opposed to a big group. Like, hey, guys, you know, I want to talk directly to you. So that's kind of where the hey, buddy came from. And it's just kind of stuck. And it's something that I like to say. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love it. It resonated with me. That's one of the things that the hook that got me. So um, for the listeners that are hearing this is that I actually saw you on Instagram or I'm sorry, on TikTok. And then the thing is, I saw the basis of our conversation today, which is the 75 hard. I've seen that around, but I got to be honest, I saw a lot of people that I, I just didn't connect with, meaning I saw, I'll leave the names out because I value all of them, but I saw these multimillionaire people. I saw these Olympians doing this 75 hard and I just didn't relate to them. It's like, yeah, dude, come on, man. You're, you're worth $400 million, bro. Like, yeah, you have a nutritionist, like they make terrible food tastes delicious to you. <laughs> right. And so I know we were chatting a little bit before, but I just want to make sure you're not like an Olympic level athlete. Nope. Nope. I am an average person just like you, just like many of your listeners. Um, I'm a recent college graduate just trying to figure it all out. You're not a billionaire or anything that has a whole bunch of nutritionists or anything like that. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> So, and that's one of the reasons that's what drew me to you. And so that's why I really wanted to have you on. I wanted to talk, talk to you because all hyperbole aside is that you and I are just regular people. And then the thousands of people listening, we're all just regular people. And that's the one thing that I think is missing in the, I hate using this term in the, like this motivational space or the fitness space or the inspiration space is that I can't relate fully to somebody worth a half a billion dollars. I can't relate fully to somebody that's a two-time Olympian. I love that they exist and I value them, but there's a little disconnect. And I Mm -hmm. said it before, I said it on the last podcast is I think that's one of the reasons why my podcast has actually grown exponentially during COVID is that I'm just a regular dude. I'm a, I'm a nothing into nobody. I'm not being, I'm a nothing into nobody. I just want to talk to people doing things and how they overcome. So I love that I get to talk to Olympic level athletes, but I love to get to talk to quote unquote regular people. So regular people doing regular things and trying to do what we can. I think that disconnect a lot of times though comes from, we don't see what those successful people have done. We don't see all of their growings. You know, we see where they're at and we all strive to want to be there, but we didn't see all of the mistakes that they made along the way or where they came from or where they started unless they share their story. So it's kind of cool to, you know, talk to some regular people and hopefully help inspire some other people as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's get into it. So starting, starting off, you did this thing called 75 hard. Yes. Explain to everybody that doesn't know what that is. Cause I had to look it up too. I kept thinking like 75 hard. What are you just doing? 75 pushups? Like that's nothing. I did that before. So explain to the listeners, what is 75 hard? Yeah. The program 75 Hard by Andy Frisella, CEO of First Form, was first introduced to me in January. So my cousin and his girlfriend, they talked to me at Christmas time and they said, right, we have this challenge for you. We're starting it in January. You should do it with us. And they explained it to me. It is five rules. You have to do two 45-minute workouts every single day. One of them has to be outside drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of a nonfiction entrepreneurial self-help book, 
uh, take a progress picture every single day and follow a diet, no cheat meals at all and no alcohol for that entire 75 days. And I looked at them and I said, Nick, are you crazy? You think, you know, me, the college student, um, I did some college cycling during little five at IU. You think I can do this? And I kind of had in the back of my mind for a while, it was something that, you know, they completed the challenge and I saw that mind shift change in them and how much more passion that they had for things or how much growth they had mentally. And so I had it in the back of my mind for a while, but I decided uh, one late night during quarantine, you know, I had just found out that I lost a job that I had lined up post-college. I had really nothing that I was working towards. And I said, all right, it's time for some uh, mentality shifts. And I jumped right into this whole 75 hard program. You lost me right out of cheat meals <laughs> and no alcohol. That's what I get Everything a lot. Else I can do. I'm super, <laughs> um, not pat myself on the back. I'm super athletic. I can do the two to a day, but the no mm-hmm. cheat meals, no added something behind my wife's back or something. That's <laughs> something that I, I can't, it's, that's insane. Oh. And it was hard too, you know, because you are your own self-regulator throughout all of this. I know I live with my mom and yeah, she would see me do the workouts and all this, but it's really the battle between you and only you. Are you going to be honest with yes. yourself throughout this? And are you going to be true to yourself and stick to your commitment? And I think that for me was one of the hardest parts. You know, I also, I love to work out. I've eaten decently well. I've have a good base and understanding on nutrition but it comes down to the discipline of it and how committed are you to doing this to yourself? And so that's what I want to want to get, get into. So first, why in the world would you do that? Because there's nothing, there's no reason for you to do that because like you said, you and I are very similar. And I think a lot of the listeners are very similar is that most of us are relatively healthy, meaning mm-hmm. out of the seven days a week, was that 21 meals, maybe 15, 17 of them are relatively good. Right. F off here. We grab something there, have a glass of wine, have a couple of cocktails, but overall it's very healthy. So mm-hmm. what, why would you, because obviously you're not out of shape, you're in your athletic individual. Why would you want to do that? What's the freaking point of doing that? What's the freaking point of not <laughs> giving yourself that cheeseburger, not giving yourself that glass of wine or that IPA? What's the point? Why'd you do it? A question that I've been asked a million and 12 times. Um, it is not a fitness challenge. It is not a big transformation before and after picture challenge. It is about developing mental toughness the entire way, getting out of your own head, building confidence, gaining grit, and committing to something and following through on it completely. Because with this challenge of 75 days, if you mess up once, you have to start over. So even on that 75th day, you have to complete it full through. You know, you can't say, okay, I'm done for the day and then go out and enjoy a treat. It is rigid program 75 days in a row. And what it does is it forces you almost to make these changes, have these habit change, and you don't have the option to stray off. You know, you made this commitment to yourself. And so it's, are you able to commit to yourself and do something fully? And so that's where the mental toughness part comes in. And again, I wasn't looking for a big major transformation other than that mental toughness. I've struggled with lack of confidence for years. And what this did is it brought me out of my shell in a way that I can't even describe. It had brought me to a different level, I think, um, especially in a time that I needed it the most. 
You know, that's one thing that that's what I really wanted to get to and kind of ask about is that, so I'm not doing 75 hard, but I will be very honest, very transparent. And I'm, I'm not giving you a line of BS or anything just because you're on my pocket. I'm being very genuine. All right, let's hear it. We've been talking, you know, a little bit before. So I knew you were coming on and I was like, you know what? I need to do something that I don't want to do. And I wasn't ready to take the leap into 75 hard, but I was like, I'm just going to run three miles a day for 30 days. And so three miles a day doesn't sound like a lot, but it's enough just to be annoying, but it's like just short enough just to be like, okay, I did it because let's say you run 10 minute mile, which is fairly kind of right around where I run or something. So it's still a half hour of my day. And then I got to figure that out. And the reason why I bring that up is that I am convinced that the more times you do something that you don't want to do when it's the right thing and you do it anyway, that's mm-hmm. how you build that mental muscle. And so I wanted to kind of turn it o- over to you. What, what do you think has been different with your mentality during this thing? Have you noticed, can you say like where you were from where you are now? Is there, is there a mental, like, can you feel that muscle, that mental muscle more? Or? Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's phrase that I always say is I'm actually wearing a shirt now, change your habits, change your life, right? We go throughout our days and we're very habitual individuals. That's just how we're built. You know, we're going to wake up around the same time, drink our morning coffee, go for that workout. But it's how much effort are you putting into that? How much are you going all into it? And so during 75 hard, the mind shift change was I had to go all in to every workout. I had to give it everything that I had that day. Um, Every decision had to be almost perfect with food choice and making sure that I was reading. And so I think the mindset change was, I mean, now delivering it into my life, I'm realizing how much I'm capable of getting done in a day, how many distractions that I had prior to 75 hard, where I would think to myself, oh, I have to do a hard sprint workout today, but I don't feel like it. So I'm said, I'm going to do a lighter workout and do the sprint one the next day. And with 75 hard, you couldn't do that. You had to stick to your program and stick to what guidelines that you set for yourself. And so it showed me that one, we're much more capable of doing things that maybe we don't realize, you know, um, a book that I read throughout this program was redefine impossible by James Lawrence. And he, I don't know if you're familiar with his work, but he truly redefined impossible. He did 50 Ironmans in 50 days in 50 different states in 50 different states. So, um, you know, the logistics behind it and everything. And he showed everyone that, it is possible anything that we want to do if we put in the work and we kind of, you know, overcome what our mind is telling us that we can't do. Yeah. Let's get to the first thing that I thought of and Mm -hmm. it's just you and I. Yep. Okay. Got it. You be honest with me. All right. Talk to me about the day that you cheated. Oh, I did not cheat. No. And and I, in saying that I am one, like insanely proud of myself because Should be. I, I, oh my gosh. So there, awesome. was, there was a few close ones. There was a few close ones. There was one night. Um, so because I recorded my experience on TikTok, yeah. I would do videoing, right? So one of the goals of the program was to take a progress picture every single day. And yes, you're going to see physical changes, but I think it was more about the discipline And that one easy task that you had to do every day to get it done that a lot of people forget about. So in the morning, I would take my little, you know, video in the mirror of my progress, whatnot. 
And I went to bed that night after posting my daily video, after crossing everything off the checklist, and I'm looking at myself, I'm, what did I forget to do today? I know I forgot to do something. I'm looking through my phone and I did not take an actual picture. I only took the video. So, you know, I hadn't gone to sleep yet, so it wasn't a problem, but I had to get up. It was late at night, take a quick progress picture and go back in. I had a friend ask me the same question. She said, Rye, be honest with me. Have you messed up? And I said, Brooke, no, I have not. And I don't think I could live with myself and share all of this with everyone knowing that I'd messed up. I'd thought about it before. I said, all right, if I mess up on day 67, I have to start over. And I think that was, I'm, I'm getting like a little shaky right now. That was the coolest thing because yeah. I, I did it and I committed to something and I went all in every single day. Yeah. And it, it was exhausting. It was hard. Absolutely. But it was worth being able to say in this moment that I never messed up. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, once again, I, I, I don't like to talk, talk shit on anybody, but I think we can be honest is that there's a lot of fake gurus out there in nowadays and you can smell the bs you can smell that crap but i think when you do something like you did there is nothing i never once i said that to hopefully try to trap you and like say you know what i did have a candy bar i was hoping only to make myself feel better during all during all the time that i've seen you on social media i that's what i felt I felt when you're doing the thumbs up and when you're running and the sweat's pouring down, mm-hmm. I can see in your face, like sometimes like, fuck, I didn't want to do that, but I did it anyway, you know? And like, yes. Yep. Yep. So the next thing I want to know in misery loves company. So I want to know, I want to know the worst time and I want to go just to the, one of the two workouts. So once again, to okay. review, you have to do two workouts a day. One of them has to be outside. Mm-hmm. That time when you got to whatever it is, the treadmill, you got to the weights, you got to whatever you stood there and you're ready to do deadlifts, you're ready to do sprints anyway. No fucking way. I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this. This is so dumb. I want you to tell me what did you say to yourself? I want to know the bad things. And then I want to know how you, why did you go through? What did you say to yourself to push through? Because that is the whole essence of being successful or being not even success, successful, just having self-belief and self-pride and just finally loving yourself a little bit more and be kind to yourself because you proved it to yourself. So talk to me. When was that worst day? And what did you say to yourself? What are the bad things you said to yourself? And then what did you say to overcome? And that's really what it is. It's being kind to yourself. I think a lot of us struggle with being kind to ourselves. We are our biggest critic, right? We would never talk to a friend as we talk to ourselves in our minds and trying to get out of that is one of the hardest things to overcome. It was, I don't remember the exact day, but it was later on in the program. I mean, I'm talking day, maybe even 70, 71, where, you know, you think it's, you think it's seamless. You're like, all right, I know what I'm doing. I've got this. I had a hard sprint workout planned. And let me preface this with, I am not a runner. Um, Prior to quarantine in general, I had never run more than three miles. I challenged myself at the beginning of quarantine to do a half marathon in 30 days. And so I was overworked of running, overworked of doing the long distance work. And I decided for 75 hard, my next challenge would be to bring my mile times down. With that comes a lot of sprinting, a lot of tempo work, a lot of runs that I've never done before. So it is, let's call it day 71. It is day 71. I had finished my morning workout. 
um, gotten everything rest of the day done, had worked that day, came home, laid in bed. And that was my first mistake, laying in bed. I knew that I had to do, I knew that I had to do this workout and it was 800 repeats. So a half mile repeats as fast as I could. And I think around a, sorry, is that around a track? Um, sometimes I would go to the local track, but it was later at night. So I wanted to make sure that I was safe. So I just kind of ran around my neighborhood. I had a watch on and just tracked the half miles on there. And I had to do five of them, five of them as hard as I possibly could with only a minute and a half rest in between. And for me, that's very difficult. I couldn't get myself to get up. I said, this sucks. I'm hating every single part of this. The last thing that I want to do is get up and run. I pouted around my house for another half an hour procrastinating this run. And I pent up all of this energy and all of this. I can't do this. This is going to be the worst workout almost maybe of this whole program. One, because I've already worked out today. I was tired. You know, all of the excuses that I could count on 12 different hands. Right. And I told myself, I didn't come this far just to get this far. I know that I have to do this workout. Um, maybe my times won't be as what I expected them to be, but I have to go all in. I have to do everything that I can to do it. So put on my blast music of, you know, all of this random rap and EDM stuff to try to get myself hyped up, waited another 20 minutes to try to get myself hyped up, chugged a coffee at about seven o'clock at night. Um, that was a bad idea too. (laughs) And, and I got out there, I started warming up. I did the first one still hated it. You know, sometimes when you get into the workout, sometimes the hardest part is getting there, right? Once you get into the workout, everything kind of flows a little bit better. You're like, all right, this is pattern. I know what I'm doing. After that first one, still dead. Second one, still dead. I got to the fourth and I told myself, maybe today I'll just do the four and not do the five. And that's when I started thinking about all of the books that I've been reading. Um, Extreme You by Sarah, somewhere back there, Sarah Rob O'Hagan, um, Iron Cowboy, all of these people who did the impossible. And they, I said, well, why not me? Why can't that be me? Why can't I do the impossible too? You know, I'm just like you just said, I'm just an average person. We're just average people. And so it was that mentality shift of learning from other people's experiences, really learning how to get out of your own head and how to push yourself. So what I did is I did that fifth one and then I did another one. So I ended up doing six that day instead of five because I had built up all of this strength and all of this confidence in myself and my abilities. And I said, and I guess it was almost a punishment for myself because I didn't want to get up and do it. I was only going to do four. And because I had that mentality shift, I said, no, screw it. We're doing two more. So I ended up doing six sprints that day and it still sucked. I still hated every single minute of it, but I was so proud of myself when I finally completed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I started the, the podcast or the episode and we were talking before, like I said, that, you know, you're just a regular person, but that is the thing that I've come to understand is that, and I, I swear I'm not for the listeners, I'm not trying to just give you a bunch of sunshine up your you know what, just because you're on the podcast and be very honest, is that all the Olympians I've had on or all the entrepreneurs or the, the neuroscientists from MIT, all of them are just regular people. The only difference between quote unquote them and us is the fact that they showed up every single day and they did it anyway. And I've had 
musicians on my on my podcast. I've had Olympians on my podcast, and either during the episode or before, they've every single one of them, not exception, not exaggeration, not embellishment in any way, shape, or form. Every single one of them said that they've had a athlete that was better than them, or they had a musician that was better than them. They just didn't quit. That is why they got to where they are. That is why they have the medals around the neck or the trophies on, on their mantle or whatever. They are just regular people that just kept showing up. They just said, you know what? That's not enough. I demand more from myself. And they didn't do it out of anything for TikTok or, or Instagram or social media. They did it because they couldn't sleep with themselves at night. And so I'm just from me to you, I'm complimenting you in the highest regard because that alone is, I don't know if, I hope we'll stay friends. I hope we'll, we'll stay in touch, but whatever it is, if you keep that mentality throughout, I know that I'll circle back around with you. Hopefully you'll come on my podcast again because you're going to be an Olympian or you're going to be a, a you know, um, the owner of Spanx or the inventor of Spanx or something, <laughs> something like that, because that is the only difference. There is no difference. There, there, there's some people that are smarter. There's some people that are more athletic, but the fact that the only way to achieve anything, but the most important thing to be proud of yourself is just to continue to do what you tell yourself you're going to do. Yep. It sounds so simplistic, but it, it, so, it, it does. It sounds dumb. It sounds, how can yeah. just being consistent make this much of an impact in your life? And how can be just being consistent get you up that ladder that you wanting to climb? And it's ridiculous, but you hear all these people talk about it. And once you finally start to do it, you realize, oh, maybe it is just showing up. And, you know, I think about all of the times in my life that I haven't shown up for myself, where I've given up on something too early because it was too hard or because I was tired that day or because I didn't get enough sleep and I didn't want to do the workout fully. And I think back to you know, I was um, a cyclist in college, so I did um, bike racing. And, you know, we always had the difference of times and whatnot that we've tracked. And I was, you know, I was always in like the higher end, but I was never that top one. And I look back to those top performers and realize they were showing up. They were putting in the work every single day. That could have been me. They didn't come from biking backgrounds. They just the same came in freshman year and decided to join a bike team. But what the difference was there is they put in the work and they showed up every day. And I was kind of, you know, I put in work, but I definitely know I could have shown up more. So kind of this point, not giving up on myself this time. Yeah. That, that is just regardless of what you want to do or achieve or whatever, it doesn't make a difference whether you are a, no disrespect to anything. Cause right now, if you have a job, you're very lucky. But if you are a janitor, I don't care. Even if you hate your job or if you are a CEO of a company, even if you hate your job, if you have those little things and you tell yourself you're going to do it and then you follow through and then you do it, being proud of yourself, and I'm, I'm just thinking of this right now, so I could be way off, being <laughs> proud of yourself void of narcissism might be one of the best, if not the best feeling on the face of the planet. Yep, yep. Because you it can, is. You get to sleep at night and that feeling when your head hits the pillow and you're like, I don't give a fuck about it. social media. I don't care what my wife thinks. I don't care. I'm proud of me. You don't need mm -hmm. to scream from the mountaintop, but that feeling inside is so crucial. And the thing is, is that you can do something like you did 75 hard. You can do something like these Olympians or whatever, but it can be something small too. 
Like, hey, I'm just going to read 10 pages. Maybe take the 75 and just do one portion. I'm just going to read 10 pages of a book that I want to that I want to think about. I'm going to do that for 30 days. And then after those 30 days, you're going to feel something inside of you. It may not be life-changing, but if you do that over again mm-hmm. and over again and over again, next thing you know, that confidence and that that self-love is like absolutely. And it's those it's those small wins that we all have that really do lead into big wins. Um, Darren Hardy talked about it in the compound effect. You know, you could do something as little as not eat one cupcake every day. And that one cupcake has a ripple effect into your entire life. And so, you know, reading 10 pages every single day, you might not realize how much of an impact that can make in your life because you're gaining this knowledge and you're gaining all of these perspectives from people that you wouldn't have learned from. And obviously it depends on what type of books you're reading. Maybe you just have some fun stories in there, but it changes you and it shows you that you can commit to something. And I think that's something that I've struggled with is fully committing to the things that I do. And I'm not sure if any of your listeners can relate to that, but it's, you know, we get so excited about starting all of these big things, you know, it, but it's overwhelming. And then we go into the spiral of, we committed too big, we gave up on ourselves, we feel bad, then we commit too big again. And this is very prominent in the fitness and wellness industry. And so how do we break that and, you know, show ourselves some compassion and realize that these small things that are going to make a difference? Yeah. I've said, my listeners are going to be like, would you stop telling that story, Josh? But uh, (laughs) just because I'm I'm locked into you and I'm talking to you is that not to be too dark or whatever, but I had a really bad depression episode where I didn't want to be on this planet anymore. And so got out of that, figured that whole thing out and in bed for a long time. And I knew that the only way to feel better about myself and build self-worth and build self-love or build self-belief, the only way that I knew for my little tiny peeny brain was to follow through on something that you tell yourself you're going to do, the thing that we've been talking about this whole episode. Mm-hmm. And so I took a quarter and I said, for the next 30 days, I'm going to move it from my nightstand to my dresser, from my nightstand to my dresser. Now, let me make it very perfectly clear. I do not live in a mansion. And I'm <laughs> six, six foot two. And so one stride or one length, I can get to both. And same thing happened on your day 65, 70 something. Is same thing happened to me on like day 17 out of the 30. I went to bed and I looked at that quarter and I was like, that's so dumb. Who's going to know? Nobody's going to know. Nobody cares. Cause I didn't tell anybody I wasn't on social media. I'm in depression. You know, I'm in the, I'm barely getting out of bed, all these things. And I'm like, who's going to, who's going to know? And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it. And like I said, I'm not kidding. It's one step, one long stride away for me to, to finish what I told myself. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? Screw it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Finally got out. I put the, grabbed the quarter from my dresser. I put it to my nightstand, finished the next 12 days. And when I did it on that 30th day, did I feel like Superman? No. Did I feel a little bit better about myself? Absolutely. And then what, what you were talking about is that these little tiny wins, that was a, a little tiny win, but then that got me to go to the gym. And then I went to the gym twice the next week. And then I was like, maybe I start to run. And I'm like you, I hate running. I hate it with a passion. I think it's the dumbest thing on the freaking planet. I hate it so much. It's awful. awful. (laughs) So dumb. But then I was like, let me just do a mile. And then I was like, let me do three. Let me do four. And then I'm like, maybe I should run a marathon. And then next thing I know, I did a marathon. But it all started with that stupid fucking quarter. 
And so mm-hmm. I hate running. It's all started with that. In in your started with the quarter. Yep. Yes, everything starts with these small little wins. So I love the fact that you said that. It's just stacking these little tiny things. So if you're listening to this, no matter what it is, no matter if you think it's so stupid, like a stupid quarter, just tell yourself you're going to do one thing that's positive. Don't say I'm going to drink every day for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> do something positive and empowering. Whatever works. <laughs> and then once you do that you'll stack that on top and sooner or later, sooner or later, all these wins stack on top and then you have the self love and you're able to look at yourself in the mirror with compassion. And then the thing that I wanted to ask you and from the, the small time that we've chatted online and before and here, I know that you're, you're a humble person and everything like that, but I'm asking you not to be tell me the real feeling. What was that like when you woke up, on day 76 or when you went to bed on day 75? Well, one, when I get really excited about stuff, I don't sleep. I, you know, my brain just doesn't shut off. So I didn't sleep at all day 75. So technically day 76, I slept for maybe an hour. So it did complete, but um, <laughs> I had to clarify on that. Yeah. Um, so I woke up the next day and I felt lost. You know, I had been doing all of these things habitually and with discipline for the past 75 days. I woke up, I grabbed the water off my, you know, nightstand. I grabbed my book, read 10 pages. I ate my morning oats and I did a workout. And then I thought, well, I don't really have to be doing any of this. Why am I doing this? Um, You know, continued on with my day, did everything the same. I did celebrate that night. I went out and got some pizza and a beer with one of my friends. And, um, but that was it. You know, there wasn't a big celebration. It wasn't like this overarching, like, oh my gosh, I'm done. Let's be done. Let's celebrate. It was, and I struggled with this a lot. The post day 75 hard. It's what's next. You know, I just pushed myself for 75 days. Do I take a break? Do I continue on with the program? Do I, like, what was I supposed to do? I almost felt lost and it's a hard feeling to describe. I've talked to a few other of the people doing 75 hard along with me about this feeling. And we felt almost bad about ourselves for not doing the things that we were doing every day so consistently. So I ended up having to get back into that pattern. And, you know, it was this overarching feeling of, I'm so proud of myself. I did this. I completed it. Great. But then it just kept going in my head. What's next? What can I be doing? How can I challenge myself more? And I think I'm still even to that point of what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you can hear my heart on this, because I haven't told, said this on the podcast before, but okay. one of the things that I love the most is to speak on stage and talk about some things that I went through and how I've overcome. And Mm -hmm. um, there's been like four or five times in my life where I spoke to really big audiences, like 8,000, 4,000, 1,500. So to me, that's really big. And so you get there and you have this big like up and then you have this big like down, almost like crash. Mm -hmm. And so uh, not to give you advice, but I can, I can just say in the comparison portion or, or the, the you, you doing that. And then me doing this is that that's very, very common, or at least that's happened to me a lot. So, but I know (laughs) that good, but not alone. (laughs) Yeah. You're not alone. But what I'm saying is like, you did something so big and something that meant so much is that it's just almost like a law of physics or law of nature that you can't just keep going up, keep going, keep going up. So 
mm-hmm. I was wondering if you had a had kind of a crash down, but I bet you what's what's going to happen is that I mean I know the listeners can hear this, but or see this, mm-hmm. but you know you're kind of going up, going up, going up on a hill, and then you kind of crash and come go over the peak, but then you go back up, so you're never back all the way where you started. Right. So continuing to level up, level up, level up. So right. I'm thinking that's probably what's going to happen to you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, those past, the past few days or past days after 75 hard, I didn't work out as much as I normally did. I started eating Oreos again, started eating ice cream and treating myself because, you know, I was compassionate about myself and making sure that I get enough rest. But what I also did notice is that I felt like crap. You know, I would, I ate a pint of ice cream one night and I woke up the next morning and I felt awful. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't because of the mentality behind it. The ice cream was great. I love ice cream, but my body responded so poorly to it. And it kind of made me realize why I do treat my body the way that I do and why I do try to live a healthy lifestyle, both physically and mentally. It's because it's what keeps me together. It's what I love. And it's how, once you, you know, you get to that point, you realize how good that point feels. Yeah. You might go down, but you want to get back up. So it's kind of getting into back into that, the um, yeah. uh, example you just set, but getting back up there. And so that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. And so I think that's really valuable for the listeners is that taking all of this that we've talked about this last hour on this episode is that start small, depending on where you're at, maybe you're a, a monster monster like you are and you just finished 75 hours, you're ready to do 98 hard. I don't know what it is. <laughs> For the um, quote unquote average, start small, tell yourself to do something and commit that's a little bit outside of your comfort zone, stack mm-hmm. those little wins and then realize that once you get there, you may not have this overarching like, oh my God, I'm superwoman, I'm, I'm Superman, but yep. you will have a little bit of wow, I did that. And you will stand up a little straighter. Your shoulders will go a little back a little bit further. But the thing is, I equate everything to working out is that, you know, if you start to bench press and you start with 10 pounds and then you put 20 pounds on and then 30 and 40 and a hundred, once you get to a hundred, if you slack off for a few weeks, you're not going to go back down to 10. You're already up there. So you're already stacking these wins. So you're increasing. It's just with the mentality and with life is that you don't get the numbers. And that's a thing that I think a lot of us get um, miss is because we don't have a way to kind of measure it. You know, it's right. just internal. Right. But right. when you take a second to look back, because I bet you if we were to look back at day one, Riley versus day 75, night and day, right? Night and day. A complete yes. 180 shift in mentality, in confidence, in how I present myself, um, the things that I'm even passionate about. You know, I, this is so small, but I hate reading. I used to, or I used to hate reading. You know, I looked at reading as a chore and even just reading alone has been the biggest change for me. Um, learning about other people's stories, learning from other people on how they are successful, getting out of my own comfort zone, getting out of my own head. I've finally been able to do all of the things that I've wanted to do thus far. Um, wanting to try to help people in every single way that I can. I guess I just never had the confidence to do it, but now I'm, I'm all in and I believe in myself for the first time in a very long time. And it feels, it feels great. I can't even, I can't even put it into words, but I, I'm a very different person because of everything that I did. And I'm so grateful for the experience that I had and I'm proud of myself. You know, I think we don't say that enough, but I'm proud of myself for putting in that work and, 
committing to my goals and saying no when I had to and but also still making time for my relationships and with my friends and family. I think that was another part of 75 hard that people were asking me about. They said, well, what if you want to hang out with your friends or what if you want to go away for the weekend? It's just, you know, you just had to prepare. I had to bring some of my own food. I had to tell my friends, look, we're going for a walk right now. You're coming with. And I got my friends to join in. So it's really about what you want to do and shaping your life the way that you want it to look so that you can be committed to your own goals. One of my favorite moments, I'm going to have to timestamp it. So when you just said that you were proud of yourself, your whole body and face just lit up. (laughs) And that is the thing that I've been talking about. I don't think there's a better feeling on the face of the planet because we're doing it for anybody else. It came inside. You couldn't control it. You, you, you sat up a little bit, your face, (laughs) that is amazing. And I, that's something everybody on the planet. That's something I did struggle with at the beginning, though. Um, when I first posted my TikTok, I had five followers, and I thought, "Oh, for my five friends, I'm going to post my 75 hard journey and just, you know, make some fun with it." Um, that video ended up getting a lot of views, and I started gaining a following, and people following me along the 75 hard journey. And yes, they were proud of me. I got messages every day, like, "What you're doing is so cool. Great job!" And it came down to like I was so grateful for their support. I loved their support. Um, it helped me through a lot of the days, but it came down to, am I proud of what I'm doing? Am I proud of what I'm accomplishing? I'm not doing this for anyone else. I'm doing this for me. And that was a hard mind shift to have to set, but it was something that was so important to the experience. And I wasn't posting it again to show everyone, oh, this is so easy. You know, I talked about the days that were hard. I talked about the days that I didn't want to get up and how I got myself out of that to hopefully help also inspire other people who even are just having troubles getting out of bed. You know, what little mindset changes can you make in your own life to get yourself out of bed, to go do the workout that you don't want to do, to pick the apple instead of the cake or whatever it is, those small things that lead to bigger things. Yeah. And, you know, all this has led you to do, have the confidence to kind of do something that I could be wrong because like I said, we're just meeting for right now, or this is the first time we're meeting, but to Mm -hmm. kind of, parlay this this mentality and this newfound confidence and belief in yourself to now you start in some other businesses and you got a lot of other things i got a couple of the questions for you but before we do that what do you got going on now because i saw some other things and so let everybody know what you got going on where can they find you all that stuff yeah so i actually just launched a brand new program it is a wellness program focused on both physical and mental health I listened to my followers, I listened to my friends, listened to my family, and they said, 75 hard is hard. It is it's in the name itself, you know, it is a very, very grueling experience. But a lot of people want wellness. A lot of people want to, or at least I want to improve my life in some way. Um, so how can I make a program and how can I give people a place to start on their own wellness journey? I get questions all the time. What workout should I do? How do I read? What podcast should I listen to? And what I kind of, oh yeah, definitely this one. Listen to this one, only this one. (laughs) Make sure, make sure you subscribe, follow, like, comment um, down below. (laughs) You're genius too, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But how can I make a program that would be inclusive for everyone, no matter where you're starting, no matter where you're at? So maybe you are a, you know, full-time college professional D1 athlete or a superstar Ironmaner 
or maybe you are trying to do a getting off the couch every single day. So what this program is, it is a 34-day wellness program for you, by you. You set your own guidelines. I just gave you the start. So it has four pillars to it, um, movement, nourishment, mindfulness, and education. And inside of those pillars, you get to decide what kind of boundaries you're going to set for yourself. So I set a few of them. So movement, 30 minutes movement every single day. And again, for some people, maybe this is three different 10-minute walks to and from the bathroom in your house or around your house for 10 minutes or folding laundry, whatever that looks like. Or maybe it's running three miles a day or doing a full Ironman. You set the guidelines for that. I just gave you the 30-minute time slot. Nourishment. Um, fueling your body with foods that feel good. Adding good in. Less about restriction, less about diet, more about having a better relationship with food. Maybe for you, this is instead of reaching for that cupcake at night, reaching for an apple. Or maybe it's just, maybe it is following a full diet, or it is making little healthy lifestyle choices. Um, again, building relationship with food. Yep. Mindfulness, spending however much time you want on mindfulness. I think a lot of us, um, at least I do this myself, is I don't practice mindfulness. I We're so distracted by everything that's going on in the world. So how can we tune into ourselves, focus on something that's important to us, and try to help support our mind? Journaling, meditation, doing a yoga practice, doing some breath work. For me, I'm just doing, I'm doing a simple three-minute meditation because sitting down for me is very difficult. I know this is going to be a challenge. Um, my mom is doing 10 minutes of meditation every day whatever it looks like. And then education, 10 minutes a day, learning something. Again, this program is for everyone. Maybe you're in high school or in middle school and your 10 minutes of education is you being at school all day. That counts. Yeah. Or maybe you want to expand on something more. So whatever that is, um, the Fit For You program, I am on YouTube, uh, RileyJade.fit. Um, I'm on Instagram, RileyJade.fit. I'm on here on TikTok. Well, that's where I found you on TikTok, yeah. RileyJade.fit. And I really want to help people in as many ways that I can. So I made these programs and I'm going to guide people along the way. Um, I can't be everyone's coach. You know, there's not enough hours in the day to spend an hour one-on-one -on -one session with everyone. But what I can do is post videos on YouTube and coach them through the program day by day like I would be their coach. No matter yep. where you're at, whether you're a marathoner or whether your goal is to get up from the couch and walk to the refrigerator four or five times as long as you set that intention mm -hmm. and say this is what i'm going to do Absolutely. and then reward yourself mentally for that that is all the difference because sometimes i think we do things that are positive but we don't reflect on it which is why i love the fact that you have mindfulness in there because just for me i think that meditation is by far one of the most underrated most beneficial life hacks in the entire world yeah. and everybody everybody that doesn't practice it says the same thing i can't sit there i sit there for a minute and then my mind goes crazy let it go crazy go mm -hmm. go to your website go on your youtube watch the mindfulness thing and i guarantee you if you just stack those little wins one minute two minutes three minutes and then through your program i guarantee you once you do that one minute that will stack a win like when you go to the refrigerator you'll go Eh, let me just have the water instead. Yep. And that's yep. two wins. That's two wins right two in the wins. <laughs> and, it, and it goes back, <laughs> it goes yeah. back to your, your quarter analogy. You know, these 
little things that you can do every day. And, you know, there's only, there's only four pillars, four things. And you could listen to a podcast while you're on your walk. You could try to make healthier lifestyle choices diet wise, or you could do your mindfulness while you're on your walk too. You know, you could compact it all. It's not a time restriction thing. It's more about little wins, changing your habits and changing your life. So that's what this program is about. And I'm so excited. We have a ton of people who are all joining in. Um, We're starting it all together, but it's not too late to start ever because again, I am guiding everyone through each step of the way on my social media platforms. And that's the way that I know how I can reach people right now and how I can help support others. Awesome. Well, I have just two last questions for you. In one question, Mm -hmm. you got a buddy sitting on the couch. You never met him. You never met her, but he or she just doesn't feel like doing anything. And it's just, I don't want to do anything. This COVID SH is getting to me. We got, if you're in the United States listening, we have racial tension like never before. It's scary. It's uncertain. I don't know if I have a job. I don't know what to do. And I just, I, I don't want to get off the couch. So to that buddy, what would you say to him, him or her? Yeah. And you, you said it right there. You know, there's so much going on in this world right now that we can't control. There's fear instilled in us every day. We don't know what we're going to look at next. We don't know what the fall is going to look like next. So what can we do right now in this moment to really focus in and balance ourselves out? You know, we are so focused on other people, which is great. We need to help support others in every way that we can. But what can you do in the meantime to help you so that you can be there to help support others? I think a lot of us have this natural tendency that we want to be there for other people. Our goal is to help others, but we can't do that till we help ourselves. So if we can't get off of that couch, if we can't fill our minds with something that is going to support us and bring us light, then we can't bring light to others. So maybe for that person, it is going for a walk in the daylight for five minutes, walking down to your, um, to your mailbox and picking up some mail, breathing in the fresh air, really focusing in on that moment. What does that feel like for you? Are you enjoying the air? Are you enjoying the movement? How do you feel after you do that? Again, the little changes that you can make that are going to compound to more. Um, Focusing in on your mental health, maybe unplugging for a minute. The news is scary. We have a lot of information coming in us on all ends that it's hard to understand what they're even saying half the time. So how can we, you know, maybe just sit down and read 10 pages of a book of something that's going to bring you joy and using these little moments of joy to hopefully bring you back up to whatever level that you can get. And then again, compounding more and more. Then when you get to this level, then you can help support your husband, your wife, your kids, your grandparents in any way that you know how. So again, start small, do little things that make you happy and one or two things a day, honestly, we're going to compound to be better, bigger and better. Yeah, I love that. And you said something in there that the listeners might have missed, but it's so crucial. And once again, it seems so small, like that dumb quarter is that <laughs> the quarter stacking those little wins. But when you go out to the mailbox and you breathe in that air, notice what you're doing in the moment. That's a very hippy dippy thing to say right now. Yeah. Literally, on a psychological level, I've had multiple neuro neurologists and neuroscientists on my podcast, and they said it is literally impossible for you to be upset, angry, depressed, have anxiety when you are in the moment, meaning mm-hmm. when you are 
walking to that mailbox and you're looking at each step that you take, what is this feeling like when you breathe in that air, that in the moment, that mindfulness will just for a brief moment alleviate all that. And the more times you can do that and then stack those little wins, you go and you grab the celery instead of the soda. You realize that you're doing it. You mentally pat yourself on the back. You take a breath. That's like three big wins in that one little decision. And then you go to the couch and you put on, you put on your, um, your YouTube channel and you listen to some motivational stuff by you. And then that's one more positive thing versus watching 90 day fiance, which my wife will not stop watching around the house. <laughs> not that those are bad. Or, or tiger King or whatever it yeah. was five not months ago. Those are bad, but you, no, all those things. I just love you put so much in there. And so that's why I think if, once again, not throwing any sunshine up here, you know what, but if the people listening will go and follow individuals like yourself and just start small and just, just watch one of your YouTube videos today. Just if, if you are so down, if you are like me and you, this is your hypothetical quarter, just watch one of your videos today and watch one of your TikToks. And then that's your, that's your, your um, to-do list. And then tomorrow watch two of your videos and two of your TikToks. And then, Hey, maybe sign up for the newsletter, you know, kind of go from there and mm-hmm. stack those wins on there. Um, I think it'll be very, very beneficial. Then the last question, and just from, you've done all these things, you did 75 hard, you have self-belief, you have self-worth, but after all of that is said and done, how do you now personally build your self-worth or what makes you proud of you now? Great question. <laughs> I think what makes me proud of me now is knowing that I can help support others. You know, I was in that place of, I didn't want to get off the couch. I was in that place of, I had nothing to work for. I'd lost my job. I just graduated college from my living room. I was at that low point. And what I tried to do was, again, bring myself back up through these little small wins, through these things that I could do. 75 hard was a little bit intensive, but you know, took a few steps to get there. And then now I'm here and I'm trying to support as many other people as I can because I do look at the world right now and I look at even how it's affecting my own family, my mom, my grandma. It's hard for them to get up. It's hard for them to be motivated or to have the discipline to get off the couch because the world is freaking scary right now. So again, it comes back to how can I now support others now that I'm in an okay place for me. And I'm not saying I I have a lot to learn. I am still young. I'm 22 years old. I have growth that I have, but for right now in my life, I'm at a point where now I can help focus in and support others on their own wellness journeys, both physically and mentally. So that's how I'm going to keep going. And as well as continue to push myself, you know, push myself in the gym and follow my nurse, focus in on meditation, something I've never tried before. So all of these little things that I can do every day, again, we've said it a thousand times already, but that are going to compound into bigger and better things. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, thank you for accepting the invitation to come on the Overcoming You podcast. And like I said, it's just between you and I is that I love individuals that are not full of, you know what, that are actually out there to help people. And I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I mean this in the most respectful way possible. I don't feel like you're that good of an actress or that good of a put on airs. I just think you're a real individual. No. Yeah. And 
I just, I love, that's what this podcast is about. It's about getting, talking to people like you, surrounding myself because I'm, I'm weak. I'm flawed. I need to go on TikTok and see, see your, Hey buddy. And your thing. But if we get more people to listen to people overcoming or people stacking these little wins or people understanding that everybody's the same, mm-hmm. everybody is different. Everybody's an individual, but everybody goes through tough times. Everybody goes through the times where they stand there and they don't want to do the wind sprints. Everybody goes through the times where they don't want to push the quarter. They don't want to eat this, the, eat the salad, but the more times you do it, stack those wins in that feeling of self-belief and self-worth and self-love is by far the best feeling on the face of the planet. And I love the fact that you're trying to give that to other people. And so I, I commend you with the utmost sincerity and from the bottom, bottom of my heart, keep doing what you're doing. Keep leading with, with your heart. And uh, don't forget the little people when you, when you get super huge. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I would never, I've had the most wonderful friends and family supporting me all along the way. And they believed in me when I didn't believe in myself because there's time, there's still times of self doubt. All of this stuff is scary. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying my best. And like, I'm just, just like everyone else here. So that's what we're doing. (laughs) Awesome. All right, everybody. Remember, be kind to yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Riley J. Thank you to all of our sponsors, especially Pure Spectrum CBD. Visit PureSpectrumCBD.com. Use promo code OCY. Save up to 10% on your order. Seriously, folks, I am telling you, this is the best CBD company on the planet and some of the best products. You will not be disappointed. CBD.com. Use promo code OCY and save 10% on your order. And until next time, remember, be kind to yourself.